Yeah, I would say that the Willamette Valley is uh, possibly biased, but the best place to raise a family. <laughs> yeah. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. Colleen, I'm excited to talk to you about some of these recent headlines I came across. I want to get your perspective on these. Put them into a local context for us and what they All might right. tell us about the market right now, what buyers and sellers need to know. Uh, one article I found this past week was about seller optimism. They interviewed 1,000 people nationally, and uh, sellers, that is, and it revealed that 57% of potential sellers think it's a good time to sell a home right now. And 57% to me, Colleen, sounds actually even a little low. Yeah, well, may- maybe nationally that is that sounds pretty average. Here in the Pacific Northwest, yeah, I would say that's absolutely low. We just have people coming in and buying homes. We have more buyers than we have homes available. So yeah, everybody knows it's a good time to sell. If you haven't heard that, I'm telling you now, it's a really good time to sell. All right, this next one was kind of interesting. Headline uh, all about being equity rich. All right, equity rich. Uh, A real estate research firm did this. They say that now almost 18 million homes are now considered equity rich. And that's defined as the amount owed on the home loan being, by their definition, less than 50% of the home's value. So Isn't if, that fascinating? If the home's worth $200,000, it means if you owe less than $100,000 yes. on it, you're equity rich. So there's 18 million people in that situation, essentially, which is pretty powerful sounding. Yeah. And so part of the problem is people with interest rates so low, they're realizing the equity in their home and they're refinancing, right? They're like, oh, we're going to stay. We're going to take a hundred grand out and get the kitchen we've always wanted and build out the backyard, add that bedroom, add that office and stay. So that's part of the problem with our inventory. Instead of people selling their home to buy something else, they're taking that equity, the equity rich. And that's where that comes from. And then another thing I'd like to mention about the equity rich, there are some people out there and probably more than we realize right now that are having a hard time paying their mortgage and they are out of work um, and they haven't been able to make their payments. What I want to share with you is if that's you or if you know somebody in that situation, we can help them. Most likely they can get the money out of their house, turn around and hopefully buy something and get out of that out of that situation. So we have some resources and opportunities if you have the equity in your home, but you haven't, you don't have the cash to make your payment. We would love to talk to you and we're helping more and more people through that right now. Yeah, it's definitely a uh, tough situation for a lot of people to go through, but because of that equity, it can bring people some relief, uh, lots of flexibility, uh, Mm -hmm. solutions, problem solving, all involved in that. Um, and then even for those who aren't in the struggle, it's still, what a what an envious position to be in, to have all that equity in your home. It just gives you so much flexibility. Yeah, right? it's like, oh, it feels good. Like, oh my gosh, I like I have like $200,000. That's, that's a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> yep, absolutely. So there you go. And I, I, maybe that will only increase with more and more people getting in on low interest rates, you know, hopefully in the future. That yeah. spells that number being able to grow even more as people maybe can put more down on homes and, uh, you know, build up equity faster. So fantastic. Exactly. Yes. All right. This is the one to get the, the, the boxing gloves out for, Colleen. Uh-oh. 
All right. <laughs> Best places to raise a family. Wallet Hub did this. They released these rankings. Top states to raise a family in 2021. So they're already saying 2021 number here, but, you know, we just started the year. So hmm, interesting. Uh, Massachusetts topped the list with Minnesota, North Dakota, New York, and Vermont making up the rest of the top five. Really? I thought everyone was fleeing New York. That's what I thought. Uh, the rankings were based on here, here, the, 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 you know, criteria. Okay. Family fun, which, you know, how do you even define that? Uh, health and safety, education, child care, affordability, and socioeconomics. Socioeconomics. Okay. So all of those things went into creating this rating for the best places to raise a family. Oregon ranked 21st. So in the top half, but. Lower than I'm guessing you would like to see. Yeah, I mean, I would think we were in the top five. I would think Oregon would definitely be in the top five. You know, there's some people politically that just aren't happy with this state, and that might be a reflection there. And we have people moving out of Oregon, getting the heck out of here, going to Idaho or uh, various, you know, Texas, because they're they're just not happy with the politics here. And, you know, I have to say that because this show airs on a very conservative political station, right? But if you put politics aside, man, there's no better place to be than Oregon. We've got the beaches an hour away, the mountains an hour away, so many recreational things to do. I think family fun is definitely, there you go. Yeah, it, um, I will say it, it did, or, Oregon did make the top 10 in family fun oh, and good. in uh, health and safety. So, oh, good. Yeah. There you, you have go. That, you have the positive, like, West Coaster, healthy lifestyle thing going yeah. for you, I think. You know, and another thing is we have some great, we have great colleges here. Your Oregon State and University of Oregon, both fantastic state schools. My son is at Western Oregon. What? I'm so impressed with them. And then several other private colleges all within the area. So, yeah, I would say that the Willamette Valley is uh, possibly biased, but the best place to raise a family. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, maybe more deserving than 21st. Probably a, a, a top 10 selection oh, should yes. have certainly been. Come but, on. <laughs> hey, as my Who high school math people? teacher used to say, it's just one man's opinion, or in this case, one, uh, you know, one organization's opinion. So we can go find some other articles out there that rank higher. But that was just one that came out this past week or so. That nice. Thought we'd throw it out there and talk about it at least. But we're not big fans of the Wallet Hub study this, <laughs> this particular week. We want to see it higher up there. All right, last but not least, Colleen, one more headline to throw by you. Uh, a tough year for first-time homebuyers, question mark, was, oh, the, yeah. was the conversation. Uh, this was an author on Realtor.com arguing that it's going to be a rude awakening for first-timers in 2021 when it comes to buying a home. Sure, mortgage rates are great, but the bidding wars are going to lead to a lot of disappointment. I think we saw that in 2020 already, right? Oh, yeah. You know, it's going to be get ready for roller coaster buyers, but don't give up because the value of homeownership is such a value, just such a wonderful thing. You'll start, we've talked about this equity rich, you'll start gaining equity. Like it's just a built-in savings account for your future. But yes, it, it is tough. And for those first time buyers that may be able to get some help from their parents or grandparents or family members that can help give them some of their down payment or closing costs to give them a little bit of leverage on on those bidding wars definitely definitely helps. So don't give up. Just, Just keep be at prepared it. to to make adjustments to to tweak and change a little bit. Yeah. 
And, you know, I was talking with one of my agents the other day. I was like, it's kind of like buyers out there. They just get what they get. You know, we're seeing offers where they aren't even doing inspections. They're waiving the right to all inspections just to win the bidding war. So, okay, you got a house. It may be leaking in the roof or, you know, need new siding or whatnot. But, hey, at least you got a house. And that's almost how it feels right now. You, you, you throw everything, you throw offers on all of these homes and what, which one, one you get, you just got to be happy with. You know you're going to make money on it. The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.